Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the morning show. Good morning, Andy. Good morning. Beautiful morning, 68 degrees right now, and a high today of 83. Could we set a record? Mm, not likely. The record high is 87. So it's possible, though, records will fall in Michigan today and even tomorrow. Yeah, it's so. felt good the last few days, but it's been a little bit of a shock to the system as mm -hmm. the uh, rain and cold were here so long. But uh, yeah, weather's nice and we're out doing a lot of activities. And uh, I don't think we should wait any longer because uh, our production manager, Brandon, his son's first t-ball game was last night. Oh, wow. And, uh, you know, it went well, right? It was a good three game. Three for three. Three for three. Yes. And uh, <laughs> luckily enough, we have a clip. Oh, we have a clip. And is that him number six? That is. We'll see, we'll see an instant replay here in a sec. Okay, so he's doing there the... Look at this. Is that you? No, that was the coach. Lefty. He's lefty. Yep. I like that. Wow. And he took off right away. The helmet seems to be an issue, uh, <laughs> just like it was for James. They hurt. Yeah. The kids. Um, get this heavy helmet off my head. So that's a single. <laughs> I like that right there. Very good. Yeah. Um, nice. It's stressful to watch those as a parent, isn't it? It is. It is. <laughs> as long as they're smiling, I'm okay. Yeah, yeah very, uh, yeah. very fun. Fun times. Fun Best part it. about that is um, his team is red shirts, so they're easy to find when you show up. Yes. At the, uh, What's the name uh, of the uh, sponsor? <laughs> we should uh, give the sponsor credit. I think it's uh, Red Double. Okay, Double nice. Fire. Very nice. One year when I was in Southwest Little League, I played for a pyramid scheme. Do you remember that? <laughs> Fortune <laughs> Enterprise Tupperware. Oh, really? Yeah, don't you remember that? No, it wasn't a pyramid scheme, but we played for like a Tupperware home sales company and do you remember David Furness and I uh -huh. we wore red as well and and on the name of our jerseys and just print we're fortune enterprise Tupperware really? so I would say hey, we're playing Tupperware tonight <laughs> and Tupperware made it to the championship game so it's awesome but yeah it's uh it's cool to see all the uh, local businesses uh support the youth sports yes and they would be able to do what they do Absolutely. without all the yeah. local uh, sponsorships. Sure. It makes a difference. Another reason to support local companies. Yes. Yeah. That's, that's who you see on the back of the jerseys. Local companies, that's who you see. Yes, buy from them. Please buy from them. Yeah. Uh, yesterday, the Michigan House uh, voted to place the issue of term limits onto the ballot. There's a, uh, uh, right now, a... Um, uh, campaign underway in the state to gather signatures to put term limits on the ballot. The legislature hijacked that, which they have the power to do, and send it directly to the ballot in November. And it's a uh, watered-down term limit um, version where um, state house members would be able to serve 12 years, overall 12 years. Right now, um, six years for house members, mm. eight years for Senate members, but you could go from the House to the Senate and do 14 years. The new, if passed, would be 12 years total. So it's even less, it's more limiting. It's confusing. It's but so confusing, I have no idea yeah. what you even said. I know. Do you have an iPod? I used to. It's more valuable today than it was yesterday. Really? Apple announced they're discontinuing the iPod. No more iPod. It was... Uh, one of the biggest sellers for Apple. In fact, in one year, it accounted for 40% of Apple revenue. That's amazing, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, and I'm sure everyone's got a few lying around in a drawer uh, somewhere. It's, it's amazing. That, that was the greatest thing ever. 
It was unbelievable when the iPad came out, or I, iPod. It was like, what is this thing? And if you didn't have one, you weren't cool. Well, uh, adults had trouble with the controls because yeah. there was no start, stop, and there was forward, play. It was there was no video stuff. screen either on it. It was no. just buttons, if mm -hmm. I remember correctly. Yeah, buttons. Yeah. It's so. like the Apple uh, TV remote. It's yeah, like, just what? like just that. Put, put play, stop, play, stop, fast forward. That's all we need. Close caption, please stop, forward, rewind, rewind. That's all we need. That's all we need. <laughs> um, I, uh, I think we have uh, a handful of those. I should have brought those in, but uh, yeah, those did uh, age pretty quickly. I mean, obviously, as soon as the iPhone uh, came out, which was what, 06 or 07, uh, pretty much those uh, iPods are, went obsolete. Uh, Carvana is in the news. You know I don't really like Carvana no. or Carvana. I don't it's either. a vending machine where you would buy a car. Well, they, they've laid off 2,500 workers. Um, you know, this, I just don't know if this, this concept just seems too expensive <laughs> to handle, right? Wait, is that like a real I, thing? Is it these are real th things. I've, I've, in California, yeah, California, I've seen two or three of these really? in person right off the highway. Huh. Um, here's the deal. Um, you know, you can't talk to uh, Fadi at Art Main or Brian at Avenue or Joey at Midwest or Bill at Extreme. You're just getting a, a piece out of that thing and then, and then it breaks. And then what do you do? You're out of luck. You're out of luck. So Buy local. Uh, I don't like these things at all. So. No. Um, but the cars are not, uh, you know, that's a, obviously a marketing piece. They're, they're not uh, stacked with sports cars. Well, that's cars. what I'm saying. They're not stacked. They are stacked. stacked. They are stacked, oh. but they're not stacked with sports cars. Oh. <laughs> they're stacked with minivans and um, mid-sized sedans. But it just seems crazy that you would um, purchase or get your vehicle like that, and then. So Carvana's in trouble. Carvana's in trouble. Oh. Peloton's in trouble. Peloton lost seven hundred and fifty-seven million last quarter, and um, that's a lot of money to lose. What if we lost that kind of money here? Well, well they're crazy. overpriced. Well, they are overpriced, but I think what's happening, you know, you had the pandemic, um, boosted sales, right? Well, mm -hmm. they're very expensive, the technology, but- They're dangerous. People are going back into gyms. And if you use a Peloton for six months, you're not gonna wanna hide in your basement. You're gonna wanna go to the gym and show off your body. Plus, people use these just to hang clothes on, typically. Yeah, a lot of them do. It's a very expensive yeah. clothes hanger, but- uh, it is a great product, it's just uh, expensive, very expensive, very, very expensive. And their support is not great either. Another company in trouble, uh, Netflix, they are losing subscribers. And with that, they lose money. So now the um, company says they're going to start adding uh, ads, commercials in uh, your Netflix subscription which that's been one of the selling points of Netflix. No and ads. also that'll instantly be a uh, shock to mm -hmm. viewers when they log into Netflix. Of course, there'll be a, uh, a way to get around that. You'll be able to pay more money. Um, yeah, but they are cracking down on uh, password sharing as well. Yeah, uh, the PGA Tour is in the news and uh, it's kind of an interest, you know, the interesting story. Uh, Greg Norman has the Saudi uh, golf league that he has been trying to get off the ground for months now mm -hmm. and he has an event in London in June and the PGA Tour has not, will not release its waiver requests to players that want to play in Greg Norman's event in London. Um, in a quote from 
Tour Senior VP Tyler Dennis. We have notified those who have applied that their request has been declined in accordance with the PGA Tour tournament regulations. As such, tour members are not authorized to participate in the Saudi League, good. Saudi Golf League's <coughs> London event. Well, you say good. Uh, there were a lot of uh, players that were um, granted waivers to play in Saudi Arabia for the money, and it's but they've already the PGA Tour already released them this year to play in Saudi Arabia. So this is just gonna, an ugly situation, and it's going to end up in the courts. Well, most. Um, Fans really are upset because they are unhappy with uh, Saudi Arabia's uh, stand on uh, various issues like uh, treatment of women, right. LGBTQ people, uh, journalists. Uh, the country mm -hmm. has, mm -hmm. has been uh, known to just murder people. Right. <laughs> so it's not. Yeah, yeah. And, I, and I think the defense, if it, if it is defense, I'll, I'll I'll give it to you. It's you know the. <laughs> Not defense of that, but um, of why you know Saudi Arabia wants to try and um, grow or uh, shine a better light on their country through well, sport. Through should. sport, um, but uh, the PGA Tour is saying not so fast. So yes. it's going to get very, very ugly. And it's about one thing and one thing only: money. money. Phil Mickelson is leading the charge, and he Ish. needs the money because it was reported last week that in one year. <laughs> He lost $40 million gambling. Well, I'm so. sure he, uh, I'm sure he's fine. He's, he's has plenty of money, but yeah, it'll be interesting to see. I mean, a lot of people's history uh, is at stake here with this PGA, PGA Tour and this new tour. Um, the, the PGA Tour is digging in its heels. So, um, you know, there could be a time when you don't see Phil Mickelson playing on the PGA Tour anymore. It's possible. His uh, popularity uh, has dropped. Uh, also, the PGA will be the PGA Championship will be on ESPN this year, and you know it's unfortunate because uh, no one that. no one does golf like CBS, but uh, Joe Buck is with the ESPN now, so he'll be doing the PGA Championship telecast, and he's bringing in. They're going to also have Troy Aikman, Charles Barkley. The Mannings, they're bringing all these uh, football celebrities mm -hmm. into the golf telecast. Yeah, I think yeah. when I've noticed that uh, things started to really get squirrely um, was when Augusta National allowed Dude Perfect into <laughs> the, the hallowed grounds <laughs> to film a bit. So mm -hmm. uh, times are definitely changing, that's for sure. And uh, speaking of the football people, Tom Brady. Tom Brady, he's, uh, he's going to make more money in the booth than he made... Uh, playing football. He signed a $375 million contract with Fox. Yeah, so he should be okay. If he doesn't unretire from retiring, um, or as Jimmy Kimmel says, he's um, likely to play three years after he dies. <laughs> well, you never know. <laughs> if anyone could do it, it would be Tom. There's a uh, lunar eclipse happening on Sunday. Did you know that? I heard. You heard about that. Mm -hmm. Um, so if you'd like to see that, uh, Sunday night, you should be able to catch a glimpse. The moon will pass directly into the Earth's shadow cast by the sun, according to NASA. Now, we don't know how reliable that information is. Look for a 10.30 uh, p.m. start on uh, Sunday night. And uh, as you know, we, uh, we track the eclipses here at JTV. We had a staff member go to Kentucky once to uh, view <laughs> <That's a> right. <laughs> the total lunar eclipse. It looked right at it. Looked right at it. 
tin foil, right? There was tin foil and mm -hmm. things. Yeah. Yep. Um, have you ever finished eating a container of cup noodles and thought, boy, I wish um, my my skin palette looked like a cup noodles container? Mm -mm. Well, now you can. They are teaming up with a uh, makeup company, and you're going to be able to get cup of noodles eyeshadow, lip, and cheek tint, Ooh. and you'll get you know a few limited uh, edition extras. But it's the palette of the box of the packaging now in in makeup. I like that. So, yeah, it's very nice. Available soon at your local um, department store. Really? Mm -hmm. That's a very nice item. <laughs> Do they sell them next to the cup noodles, like in the grocery stores? Too? Like right next to each other? They should be next to each other in the grocery store. They should. Yeah. <coughs> I don't think never those never had it. Never had never what? had cup cup noodles. Really? It's cup noodles. It's not cup noodles. We're ra we we it's use ramen. Ramen ramen noodles in the package in our family. There's some upstairs. Oh, I bet there is. Yeah, I bet there is for sure. Uh, city council Seems met like last night. Coming uh, down with a bucket of it right now. <laughs> City Council uh, heard a proposal from Sheriff Gary Schutte. Uh The county wants a new jail because the jail is uh, its awful. It's like on TV. Wow. Uh, water dripping from the ceiling and uh, toilets overflowing. Well, it, I don't think it's that bad. And so they were November, you'll be asked. Was there last night. A millage. <laughs> the uh, Department of Neighborhood and Economic Operations, NEO, as a new name, that was a dumb name. It's now Department of Community Development. So the idea, um, yeah, I mean, we do need a, we need a new uh, jail. We need a new one. New jail. We do. The jail's bad, I mean, it's bad. The one here. Yeah. The one downtown. The downtown yeah, the, jail. It needs, yeah, and it needs, yeah. Yeah, it needs to be addressed. We've had uh, County uh, Prosecutor <coughs> Jerzinka and Mayor Daniel Mahoney on, I think we've talked about that uh, a few times, so. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, the police memorial is today after a two-year pause. The Jackson Law Enforcement Mor Memorial is now back. It will be held uh, this afternoon at 12 noon at the True Community City Square at Horse Blackman Park. At 12 noon, the public presentations were canceled the last two years due to um, COVID. It's National Police Week, and the police department has teamed up with uh, Blackman Leone <coughs> Public Safety, the Sheriff's Department, Michigan State Police. Under Sheriff Chris Simpson will be delivering the keynote address. The names of officers killed on the job will be read during the roll call of heroes, followed by a gun salute and taps. And uh, Elmer Hitt, Director of Jackson Police and Fire Services, invites everyone to come and pay respect to those that have given the ultimate sacrifice. Yeah, it's a great event downtown. We go every year been there wonderful every year. Uh, wonderful event to honor uh, law enforcement mm -hmm. and those that have uh, have fallen in the line of duty uh, today's show is brought to you by the dirty bird and it's a great day <coughs> to uh, visit the dirty bird and sit outside Patio's. yeah patio is uh, open chicken salads flatbread sandwiches quesadillas mac and cheese and appetizers 40 brews on tap including grand river breweries polish lager 140 West Michigan Avenue, downtown Jackson, just a few doors east of JTV. I want to show you this. Uh, I don't have the video, but I do have a still. Um, this plane um, in Florida yesterday, a man um, radioed the tower and said, oh no, 
I've got a serious situation here. My pilot has gone incoherent and I have no idea to fly the airplane. Oh my gosh. Yeah. We don't have the photo. We'll come back to it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's just a picture of a Cessna. Um, but and the, the landing is uneventful. Cessna lands perfectly. Nope, nothing. They talked him through it. Really? Yeah. That's amazing. You Never think you could handle that? No. You I, have a plane no, ride coming I up. I would look for the uh, parachutes. <laughs> well, uh, you know, I used to think the only way I could travel, mm. even commercial, was if I wore a parachute as, like, my carry-on right. and sat in the seat. That was the only way I thought I could get through a flight. Mm. Um, but uh, with the advancements in modern medicine, I can now fly. Well, luckily, the air traffic controller had a picture of what the dashboard in the Cessna looked like and was able to You fly. and I, we'd melt. We couldn't do that. Perfect no. landing. He didn't even know where he was. It's like, I see the, light, I see the ocean. I, That's I see amazing. It. I'm glad it wasn't me. Congratulations <laughs> to him. Let's get to uh, some sports brought to you by Extreme Dodge, Extreme Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Hey, if you need an oil change, I recommend them. Mm -hmm. Very, very nice building. They'll get you in and out very fast. So let's start with some baseball. Dundee, they swept Columbia Central. Grass Lake beat Addison. Union City swept Concord. We had Lumen Christie three, Northwest two. Springport, they swept Quincy, eight, seven, and nine to three. Coldwater, 11, Western four. And uh, Western won the second half of that double half. Seven, two, three. In softball, Dundee swept. Columbia Central. Dundee must be awfully good uh, because Columbia Central is awfully good. Concord uh, swept Union City 20 to nothing and 9 to 8. Northwest swept Lumen 10-0, 14-1. Springport over Quincy and Western over Coldwater. A few uh, golf scores. Boys golf. Lumen Christie, they won their I-8 Jamboree. They uh, shot a team score of 168. Northwest, uh, they shot 171 to finish fourth place. That's a uh, pretty uh, pretty nice uh, golf scores there yesterday. I'm sure the uh, I'm sure the kids enjoyed playing in the warm weather instead of the rain. Let's see what's on deck for today, which is May 11th already. May 11th, 2022, we've got games. Baseball, Napoleon against Addison. Grass Lake, EJ Hanover, Jackson, and Northwest are at home tonight. Uh, similar lineup with softball. Track and field, Columbia Central, Quincy, Jackson Christian, er, and Jackson Christian's on the road at Pittsburgh today. Girls soccer, Columbia Central, and Hanover Horton hosts. So we've got a lot of uh, action, and I'm already starting to see uh, uh, people post pictures of their graduating seniors saying it was their last day of school already mm -hmm. and last day of school I mean yeah geez, it's amazing how uh, quick that senior year goes and before you know it um, you're out of the house Wow did you almost say Jizo Pete I say Jizo Pete a lot yeah. <laughs> I do uh, say Jizo Pete a lot they make fun of me upstairs yeah <laughs> Uh, the Morning Show is being brought to you by Printersource Plus, proud to be named this year's Jackson Chamber of Commerce Small Business of the Year. Thanks to Joe, Mike, Pat, and the entire team at Printersource Plus for helping us bring you today's show. And today's show has some great guests. Yes, we will be joined by Dr. Andrew Moore from Henry Ford Jackson Hospital right after this break. Thank you for listening to this JTV podcast. 
If your company or organization would like to advertise on a future podcast episode, please contact Molly McClure at viewermail at jtv.tv. JTV, news that brings Jackson together. Welcome back to the morning show on JTV. With us now from Henry Ford Jackson Hospital is Dr. Andrew Moore. Good morning. Well, thanks for having me. Thanks for uh, being, uh, being here with us today. Now, you're a uh, orthopedic surgeon, and uh, we're going to talk a little bit about ankles today. Yes. You know, I, I'm not at the age, we talked before you were here, I'm not at the age where I, I worry about my ankle yet, but you tell me that's coming. I'll tell you what, everyone my age, that's all we talk about is orthopedic surgery. Yeah. <laughs> <That's You> know, <laughs> yeah. Well, thanks for keeping us in business. So, what, yeah. uh, so talk a little bit about the ankle. When, when is a... You know, when do you know it's it's time to get seen? You know, if, if you're pain, if you, most of the time it's pain. You know, yeah. you start to have pain and it starts to interfere with what you want to do. Um, you know, it, the other thing is if you've had an injury um, and it didn't get better like you thought it would or you couldn't walk on it, you know, sometimes you know you have mm -hmm. a severe injury and you just have to be seen right away. But if you have a, what you think is a minor injury and it nags you and it keeps going, um, then you, you ought to get it checked out. Okay. Now, I, from what I've heard all these years is that the foot, the ankle, that is the most complicated orthopedic surgery that you could go through. Um, you know, there's a lot of variety of different problems, and I would say that probably less understood um, than the rest of the orthopedic world um, until maybe 15 years ago, we finally started learning. We had some major pioneers over the last 30 or 40 years, some of them from Michigan, um, who helped us understand things better, but um, it really hadn't caught up to getting the same kind of outcomes, which is really based on an understanding until maybe 10 or 15 years ago, um, and it's really accelerated in the last decade or so. Tell us a little bit about um, your background, how you ended up to choose the specialty. Well, I trained at, um, you know, I went to medical school after college, and then I went to University of Michigan for a residency, and it was sort of undecided if I was gonna specialize or stay in general orthopedics. Um, but I was sort of attracted to foot and ankle halfway through because um, there was so many new things um, and there was so much different variety. There's probably as many different operations that w we can do and different problems that we can treat in um, orthopedic foot and ankle as there is in the rest of orthopedics put together. So I thought, well, I wouldn't get bored if I, if I did this. Mm -hmm. And I feel like it's very important to people. You know, it's a yeah. small part of our body, but it carries everything. Um, so yeah, we talk about the uh, you know, we we hear about hip and knee, shoulder all the time. But uh, like you said, the weight of our body is on our on our foot and ankle. Yes. Um, can that sometimes? Um, can you sometimes have uh, leg pain or poor legs? That's really that's causing the ankle pain. A lot of times that's the case, and it, it, it could be that you know people talk about radiating pain. Well, mm -hmm. the pain radiates in my leg, but a lot of times it's not necessarily that. It's just that there's something structurally wrong or going wrong with the foot and ankle and and then the rest of the leg is trying to deal with that mm -hmm. and then that's why the leg hurts that's maybe why the knee hurts total ankle replacement it sounds pretty uh complex do you like do you remove the, the foot, foot off, off? <laughs> <laughs> you, you know a lot of one of the things that um i have found about um the ankle is when we think of the ankle the ankle is a group of bones but when surgeons talk about the ankle they really just mean the tibia and the talus bone, the upper bone and the lower bone. And when you do an ankle replacement, you're resurfacing just that joint. Mm -hmm. There are other joints that contribute to what we call ankle function, but we don't address those specifically with the ankle replacement. 
how do you know if it's time for your ankle to be totally replaced? Um, well, typically if you've seen a physician and you've tried other non-surgical strategies, because a lot of times those work and manage symptoms without the risks of surgery, mm -hmm. but once you have come to the conclusion that those other things just are not giving you the quality of life and your physician believes that the results of surgery could be predictable um, and in relieving your pain or improving your function, then it's time. How can we uh, postpone some of those uh, late mobility <laughs> issues? Uh, yeah, I'm, ob I'm observant. You're, you don't walk like you used to. No. I don't want to get to that point. Mm -hmm. um, how can we prevent some of the, maybe prevent or um, delay surgery? Well, um, there's really two causes of why ankles go south on people. And the one is we've gotten a lot better at managing and that's inflammatory disease like rheumatoid arthritis mm -hmm. and that kind of thing. A lot of us think of osteoarthritis, so that's the wear and tear arthritis we're, ex we're, we're familiar with in the knees and hips. Um, that's actually a lot less common for the ankle. The number one reason that we have problems these days is injuries. Mm -hmm. So repetitive ankle sprains over and over again. Um, and then sometimes failure of tendons where the foot develops a deformity. Um, can, can result in, um, in ankle arthritis or car accidents with a broken bone above it. That seems to be highly related to developing ankle arthritis. So some of that we can't really control. Mm -hmm. um, but you know, um, if you have an ankle that sort of gives out on you all the time, it doesn't necessarily hurt, but it's always yeah. giving out. Don't just put it off and say, well, I'll just you know, change what I do. Maybe go see someone because there are things that we can do to stop that so that you don't end up with an ankle replacement or ankle fusion down mm -hmm. the road. If, if one is bad, is the other one? It, the fusion versus the replacement? Well, if you have one ankle replaced, does that mean that the next step is to get the other? No, believe it or not. It's usually one side, not always, mm -hmm. it, but it's not as common to be both sides as, say, knee or hip replacements. Interesting. Yeah, because typically the hip, um, people will have one and then a couple years later, yeah. Yeah. The there other goes one. the other is one. Is that because we're using, uh, we're dominant with one of our legs like we are with our, our, with our hands? Partly, and also because ankles don't normally just wear out like hips and knees do. Right. That usually you just have the injury to the one ankle, and yeah. so that's why it got arthritic. Yeah. Do runners uh, tend to have more issues? They have issues, but not arthritis so much. Um, and that's one thing that's been very interesting to see is I have people who've run for 30 or 40 years, you know, large numbers of miles a, a week, and their ankles look beautiful a lot of times. Mm. They may have some pain with this, that, or the other, but it's usually not that their ankles are wearing out. Mm -hmm. Your uncle. My uncle Bill. Me, yeah. myself. You, I had an overuse run, ankle run, injury. Run. Yeah. yeah. What's this uh, replacement thing made out of? Um, well, there's just like hips and knees, you have two different parts. You have a component that is metal um, and that create, that is usually titanium that, that the bone sort of grows into to make it stable. And then you have a um, plastic component. And the plastic component has a very predictable and low friction wearing surface. Mm. Um, and that can often be replaced if it does wear out. Um, so, and that's a, what they call uh, polyethylene. Um, so it's a type of plastic very similar to what we use for um, the, the shell and the hip replacements or the, on the bottom of the tibia, on the tibial tray for the lower part of the knee replacement. It's the same kind of plastic. And in this case, we hook it to the bottom of the leg bone and it clips in, or sometimes it has a little socket that it moves in depending on the design. And the lower part is metal. That's cool. It will set off all the alarms at the airport. Yes. 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 And I always say, um, I, have, uh, I have artificial uh, things in me, and could I just bypass security, please? <laughs> and no, that seems to make a bigger problem. That's okay. Well, yeah. as long as you're feeling better. <laughs>
other things can, people can try because, and, and really, the, I, and I think uh, you hear this a lot, well, you're a surgeon, you're going to want to do the surgery because that's, that, you know, but do, will you try to get somebody uh, relief uh, non-surgically if they really aren't ready for something like this? Absolutely. The, our goal is you come to us with a problem and our goal is to solve the problem and create the least amount of risk. And I would say about 10, I see about 10 patients that I treat non-surgically for every one that I do surgery on. My goal is never to do surgery unless that's the best option or the, and that's what the patient wants. I have a friend, they just had a bad experience with orthopedic surgery uh, somewhere else <laughs> out of town. And they said, we never saw the surgeon. He'd never said anything to us uh, before the surgery. We never saw him after the surgery. They did, you know, they, he never, never even said, hey, hi, I'm here. I'm going to take good care of you today. And when you hear about some, you know, experience like that, it, it tends to make you even more fearful of, of going through this process. Yeah, it does. And it makes you feel like you're mm -hmm. a, sort of a specimen or just another number. Mm -hmm. um, and that maybe that the surgeon just considers you another another data point or another uh, uh, dollar sign. And that's not how it should ever be. It, you know, the decision is between, the relationship is between you and your surgeon and surgery is not risk-free. And mm -hmm. so you need to have somebody who's invested on the other end. So fortunately where, where we are, I'm very happy with the way the culture is at Henry Ford that that doesn't happen as much. Dr. Andrew Moore is with us from Henry Ford Jackson Hospital Orthopedics and uh, more with Dr. Moore after this. Thank you for listening to this JTV podcast. If your company or organization would like to advertise on a future podcast episode, please contact Molly McClure at viewermail at jtv.tv. JTV, news that brings Jackson together. We're back with uh, Dr. <laughs> Andrew Moore, uh, orthopedic surgeon at Henry Ford Jackson Hospital. and. Uh, fixing people's ability to walk or get around the mobility, it's so important. Uh, it's got to be very rewarding. Um, it is, and um, the, the t you know, the, sometimes the worst orthopedic ailments you can have are ankles. You know, you have somebody comes in and says, I couldn't even walk across the parking lot to get in here. Yeah. Um, and we can't always fix everything, but we can usually make it a whole lot better and make it a whole lot livable. And sometimes we can really almost totally eliminate the pain. There's usually a trade-off, for instance, you know, some decreased range of motion or that kind of thing mm -hmm. that we can't necessarily make totally normal. We can't always make you like you're 20 again, but we can usually make it very livable. Um, and so that is a very rewarding side of, side of what I do. People are able to uh, give up the wheelchair or the walker after they go through something like this? That, that would be the hope. You know, if you spend too long in a wheelchair, everything seems to atrophy, and, um, and sometimes it's hard to get completely back. But if you can even go up one level of function so that you can, you know, you can walk short distances and mm -hmm. you can fend for yourself around the, the home, um, then, um, or you can, you know, fit in a shoe that yeah. you couldn't fit into because of whatever was going wrong, mm -hmm. um, that can make a huge difference in your quality of life. How, how important is that uh, post-operation uh, care? I mean, you know, you'll see a lot of... You, a lot of people are stubborn. They won't want to use the cane or the walker, things like that. But uh, how important is it for that total healing? It is, and the, the, the reality is I would say, look at it this way. We can screw everything back together. We can hold the two bones together. But if you walk on it before the bones are healed and the screws loosen, there's no other way to tighten it except for to open it back up yeah. and tighten it. So 
take the advice of the surgeon who's been working with that type of problem and who can give you an idea how long it's going to take before it's safe to really do things. And that way you don't ever have to come back yeah. and do it again. Yeah, I think the hesitation to, to do surgery is, oh my God, I, I'm going to have to take the summer off just for the rehab. But it's it really, it's, it's a critical part, but it doesn't, it's not as long as uh, people fear. And, and we're working hard to, with the advancements to try to cut down on it. We understand that, you know, so mm -hmm. I've seen a huge improvement in the um, recovery time that surgeries that we used to ask non-weight bearing for two months are now immediate weight bearing and that kind of thing. And it makes lives a lot better. We're finding better outcomes, less blood clots, less complications that way. Very good. Yeah, you're out of the, you're in and out, really. It's mm -hmm. almost, is it? Is, is it outpatient? A lot of surgeries are. It depends on what it is. It, you know, a lot of times we'll ha have someone spend the night for pain management or for elevation if it's a really involved surgery. Yeah. Um, but for um, a lot of operations now, even broken ankles and broken calcaneus or heel bones and things that used to spend two or three days in the hospital, we usually do them outpatient now. If you're not familiar with the advances in modern medicine, you still think <laughs> it's like surgery from 20 years ago. Right. So it's, uh, it's amazing. You talk to people that are recovered from a, a replacement and a lot of times you hear it well i wish i would have done that sooner it was so much easier than i thought and uh, the immediate pain relief right and the, the other thing too um do it local i had my hip replacement yes you did local local and uh so you know i know the doctor and i've been able to uh stay in touch you know he stays in touch with mm -hmm. me and you know if i have issues it's right here you know yep. if you know there's so much to be said for um, keeping that part of um, your health care and for all sure. your health care uh, local. It really makes a difference. I think so, too. Yeah. Have you done two ankles at once? Um, I have, yes. <laughs> I've, um, we do, I don't usually do two ankle replacements at once um, because the recovery is so hard from those. Yeah. And we've even learned from knee replacements that that's sometimes not the best idea. But I have had situations where I've had to do both sides fused with big rods and all mm -hmm. kinds of things for people who have severe problems. And they say, you know what? I'm going to lose my next three months. Mm -hmm. I want you to just do them together and let's get, let's yeah. get this mm -hmm. done. And I'm okay with a wheelchair. And in, in the right situation, it's, 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 it's very doable for my end. And it's the question is, is it, is it something that the, pa it, that the patient can deal with? And for some patients, that's the right way to go. We were talking about golf earlier and you know, Tiger Woods had that leg and ankle injury. How amazed are you that he's able, was able to come back just a short time after that type of vicious leg and lower leg injury? Um, he's just, he's amazing as an athlete and a healer. Those are not easy to come back from. Um, it sounds like he had great, great care and he had a great ability to heal. Um, he won't be the same probably, yeah. but he will be, he'll find a way to compensate and get through it. And that's what, you know, the, the, the human body can amaze you at what it can do sometimes mm -hmm. in those severe injuries. If someone thinks they need a surgery or need some help with uh, their foot or ankle, do they just can they just contact your uh, office? We're, right, that's right. We have an office in Jackson and, 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 and another office opening in Chelsea as a secondary office um, later this month. Um, so, you know, we're just at 517-205-1431. That's uh, Henry Ford uh, Jackson uh, Orthopedics. Awesome. Great. Thanks for coming in today. Well, thanks for having me. Yeah, thank you. From Henry Ford Jackson Hospital and uh, Henry Ford Orthopedics, Dr. Andrew Moore. Up next, we'll uh, talk about uh, how you can help the Jackson County Animal Shelter. Stay tuned.
Thank you for listening to this JTV podcast. If your company or organization would like to advertise on a future podcast episode, please contact Molly McClure at viewermail at jtv.tv. JTV, news that brings Jackson together. Show on JTV, our show is brought to you by Vermeulen's Home Furnishings. Now in their third generation of being family owned and operated, they pride themselves on providing an offer and quality brand name furniture at affordable prices. Go see Vermeulen Furniture today. And thanks for helping us bring today's show. Patio furniture. Too. Patio furniture, yeah. yep, need it. Our uh, next guest is the uh, Animal Services Director with the uh, Jackson County and the Jackson County Animal Shelter, Lydia Sattler. Good, Good morning. morning. Good morning, thanks for having me here today. Yeah. No dog today. Well, you know. We gotta keep, you know, we gotta switch it up every once in a while. <laughs> There's dogs available right now at the... There's so many dogs. So I was on the website this morning. Mm -hmm. It looks like you have like four Pekingese. Yes. What's the deal there? Yes. Um, it was a woman who had passed away. Okay. And um, the family couldn't take care of her pets. Okay. So they ended up coming to us and um, they're adorable. Yeah, I saw them. Is, I think there's, is there three or four? There's four. There's four. Yep. Three-year-old uh, beautiful little uh, Pekingese. So. They like that, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, but they're fur. They're like they're great, oh. but they're yeah. they're, they're fancy. Yeah, they're fancy dogs. <laughs> yeah. They're very fancy dogs. <laughs> so you typically you'd have to pay a lot of money for that. Typically, you typically. would. Typically, but not at the. Uh, what are your adoption rates? Um, well, for small dogs and puppies, it's two hundred and fifty dollars. But right now, with our adult dogs special, any medium to large adults, it's only twenty five dollars because of our Bissell event. That's amazing. Nice. Yes. Yeah, and we have some beautiful dogs right now. Pandemic. Uh, Cause people to become more uh, more interested in being pet owners. I think definitely. Yeah. We had a lot of foster people that were home. They're like, "Hey, I'll keep a dog for a while," mm -hmm. and then everyone's like, "Let's just uh, add the dog to our family." So yeah, and it's yeah. you know, uh, at least in our family, they are equal equal parts family. There is they uh, sure are. They sure are. Um, so we've got a fun event coming up on uh, yeah. the 21st, and you're going to have to tell me a little bit about uh, what's going to be happening because there's a lot happening. There's a lot happening. I'm so excited about this event. Um, everybody works so hard all the time, and this is going to be a day where we can just really go and um, just have a good time with our coworkers, our volunteers, and everyone in the community. So this is the Jackson's Bark and Brew. We have been planning this since before the pandemic. Okay. So it's been kind of stretched out over some time, but we're finally, um, finally going to make it happen. Was it never had one? Never. No. Oh my gosh. First annual. Yeah. Oh, I've heard so much about it for so long. Well, that's, <laughs> the, that's why, yeah. So it's finally here. Yes, yeah, that's how we feel too. Yeah. So we have um, 17 different um, beer, beers, wow. brews that you can uh, sample. And you get this cute little glass sampling uh, cup with your ticket purchase. Mm -hmm. You get five pours. So 17 different brews, seven ciders, um, all local breweries. Um, there's gonna be food trucks, the dog contest, live entertainment, amazing door prizes. All of, we have a lot of vendors coming and they all or brought, uh, brought us a um, door prize and they're pretty nice. Very cool. Yeah. So what's the dog talent show? Now you asked if I was gonna bring my dogs. They're not allowed at yeah, large I events. Yeah, they're naughty. Mm -hmm. uh, you, you know, there's been incidents. Andy's in dogs aren't allowed out of the house. Well. They are. <laughs> they are a lot out of the house. So what, what type of talent uh, do you think uh, we'll, we'll be seeing? Well, we're going to have, uh, it's kind of up to the 
the dog owner, if their dog has a special tail and they want to say, look at what I, my dog can do, then you're in. Interesting. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They'll have like, you know, a face only a mother could love That's and fun. cutest dog and best dressed, you know. Remember uh, David Letterman's Stupid Pet Tricks? I do. S or Stupid Human Tricks? What was it? I think they were Stupid, stupid Pet Tricks. Yeah. We'd love to see something like that. Yeah. That would be fun. Okay. You know, I, <laughs> some, of these, remember that. So, uh, some of these, some of these events, I mean, it's amazing uh, how talented some of these dogs are. Right? It's ridiculous. They're smarter yeah. than you, actually. A lot what would you, uh, they are, but what would your dogs do for a talent if you allowed them out? out? Um, they, uh, they're very good at sleeping with their tongue <laughs> out. So we could maybe do that. Do you have do a dog? That. Now, what Come do on. Think? <laughs> yeah, what do you think? I do. I do. I usually have a dog and then... Someone extra in our house that we're fostering. Oh, cool. Recently, it was a pig. A really? pig? Yes, this you, pig. Like a like those Japanese it, pigs. It or was whatever? a potbelly pig. Potbelly pig. Mm -hmm. oh. um, we, I was fostering him because he didn't really fit too well in the shelter, um, and I tried to tell him he belonged in the barn, but this he, he didn't like it. He, no, oh mm -hmm. straight up house pig. Use the doggy door. Does he have a name? Wilbur. Wilbur, of course. Yeah, yeah. Course. But he found a home, so. That's good. Very mm -hmm. nice. Yeah. So um, talk about some of the, the services that you guys provide, because a lot of money raised is going to help uh, emergency services for Jackson, Jackson County animals. Yes. So talk a little yes. bit about what those services are. Absolutely. So um, as most of the public probably knows, we don't have any emergency care mm -hmm. or emergent care in Jackson County for animals. Um, and oftentimes, you know, we're the ones on the front line with animal control or just you know, people bring animals in that are injured, mm -hmm. you know, where do they go? Um, but we don't have all the equipment that it requires to treat animals that come in. So then we in turn have to find a way, you know, to get them to Ann Arbor or Lansing. Mm -hmm. It's not always an option. Um, so a goal of ours is to be able to, you know, take care of that emergent care right inside Jackson County for, you know, owned animals and unowned pets. Mm -hmm. um, it's just a service that's not really available right now. We need that so bad. We really do. I and know. I can tell you, like, this the past couple of weeks, we've seen so many cases just that came into the shelter mm -hmm. um, that required emergency Everyone care. Everyone knows someone who's had to uh, run the Lansing. Yes. Right? Run the yep. Lansing for, and... Um, I know someone that had to go to Columbus. Sure, mm -hmm. I believe it. Yeah. But it's, uh, you know, just as if you were going to the uh, hospital with a loved one, it's scary as well if you're right. going with a, uh, a pet and to go out of town even scarier really right. so we do need to uh, to get that uh, improved here so thanks to all the sponsors and uh, you guys for uh, all you've done yeah we've had a great um, outpouring of support with the community um, local businesses that have sponsored the event that's making it possible and we're really hoping that um, you know with this event that we can add to our um, you know our care and our clinic and provide that emergency service as needed you know, our uh, floor director, uh, Brandon, told me yesterday that his son, Barrett, wants a dog now. <laughs> so is there something? How about a Pekingese? A <laughs> yeah. That would be a good dog, a Pekingese. Pekingese. Yeah, yeah, for a young yeah. boy, but you'd probably have to take all four. Now, if it was me, I'd get all four because I wouldn't want to split them up. But yeah. There's some, some really good ones right now. I mean, yeah. I, I think they're all good, right? Yeah. But they're just so sweet. Mm -hmm. A lot of them are just... And cats. Now we have cat people that watch the show too, and you have cats. Is it cat season? I feel like it's always cat season. <laughs> That's probably right. Yeah, they're always, <laughs> we're always in over, but yes, we have um, like over a hundred in foster okay. of pregnant cats that have come in ready to deliver. So they're all in foster. So we'll be getting just 
quite a supply of a steady stream of kittens coming in for adoption. And pets featured on Pet of the Week, they go like that. Yeah, and yeah. I know you're, um, <clears throat> it's amazing. Uh, you, if you do see a dog that you like, don't wait and think about it for 24 hours, right, no, Lydia? No, they, they typically go pretty quickly. Um, in fact, we took, I think, seven or eight dogs from Detroit this week, and we have, it was, I think, it was just Wednesday they came. Um, is today Wednesday? It okay, is. then it was going to be Monday. Okay. Yeah. Monday they came. Yeah. Um, today we have, this is my life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We have one left. That's amazing. And they went that fast. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I say if you see them, come right in. What are the hours uh, when people can come visit? We're open um, every day, 10 to 4.30. Um, Thursday is our late night. So we're actually there till 7. So anyone that's working and can't get in, um, Thursdays are late night, and of course we open Saturday as well. Cool. Can people, is it a simple process that they, they show up, they, they like a dog and? Fill do out the application. Um, if it's a good match, you know, great. And you know, I always say too, if you're coming in, um, it's hard to decide a lifetime pet in 20 minutes. Mm -hmm. we, you know, we offer sleepovers. Take mm -hmm. the pet home, no obligation to adopt. See oh, how it works out in your home. Interesting, I didn't know that. Trial offer. Not, it, you may have another pet, <laughs> it may not work, you know, in all situations. That's right. Yeah. So, just so, you know, so you have time to think about it in your own mm -hmm. home and not in the stressful environment that the dogs are in. Yeah, people have no idea. If they have a dog, they think, oh, our, our dog would love a com, com but no, mm. it's, yeah. Not always the case. So you're yeah. open at uh, 10 o'clock today? Yes. Pekingese. What are the, some uh, of the other things people get those could do for you? Um, well, you know, um, we love that just people are sharing our information and you know sharing the dogs that are available um if anyone is available to foster we've had a, a also a great uptick in um puppies coming in oh wow and we need some foster parents for these moms and puppies you probably saw the one yesterday that was left at waterloo mm -hmm. so that little tiny mama she's only 19 pounds and her little four babies they're still looking for a foster oh, wow. mm -hmm. but adorable so you know fostering volunteering just come visit us. Yeah, or uh, yeah. attend the Bark and Brew. That's going to be fun. That's going to be fun, and yeah. it's Saturday, May 21st. Andy's and, birthday. And it's my birthday, so I'll be there. Thanks, uh, Lydia, for joining us. We yeah. look forward to uh, the Bark and Brew. Thanks. I, I appreciate you having me. Lydia Sackler from the Jackson County Animal Shelter. More of the morning show after this. Thank you for listening to this JTV podcast. If your company or organization would like to advertise on a future podcast episode, please contact Molly McClure at viewermail at jtv.tv. JTV, news that brings Jackson together. Welcome back to the morning show on JTV. Sad news, former Piston and... Uh, NBA Hall of Famer Bob Lanier has uh, passed away yesterday after uh, succumbing to a short illness. Of course, he was the yeah. number one pick in the 1970 NBA draft, played 14 seasons with the Pistons and Milwaukee Bucks, and was known for his size, 22 Huge. shoes. Yeah, and he was the, the, the star of the Pistons yeah, for he more was than the a man. decade. Yeah. He was it. Yep, um, arguably uh, one of the greatest uh, Detroit athletes of all time. Easily. Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, the Tigers finally broke their uh, winless or hitless or runless uh, streak. How many, how many innings was it, Brandon? I, I know it was 24 at one point. Yeah. 
um, 27 Valley Sports had 20 F-bombs during the telecast yesterday. Really? When a uh, couple of people were ejected, including the manager. Hmm. Yeah, need that button. Delay, delay. Need the button. Yeah, so 27 innings and they finally scored. What else you got? You have that plane? Oh, yeah. Uh, we just showed the picture of the plane. The Cessna, the guy landed. Never flew a plane. Now that I can see the photo of the thing, it's, it's it, nice because I, I didn't picture it to be have that many windows. Oh, well, I would just shake the uh, pilot until he came to. That's what I would do. I would... And that's it. it dive a heart attack landing. before he landed. I mean, just like most people would do. Yeah. 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 I mean, you just grab the wheel and just point it toward the airport. But he'd never... See, the guy couldn't see an airport. There was, he said, I see the ocean, I see the land. You I remember don't know. when you let Joey fly in a plane with uh, one of the Clank boys? <laughs> that he was like 18. I mean, there's some things that, oh that that's like that plane. Um, yeah, no, I don't do small planes like that. So, hey, join us tomorrow. Jennifer Scanlon will be here to co host. We'll have Noah Nagy with us and a visit with Experience Jackson. And we are going to be eating ice cream. Oh, wow. Tomorrow, I wish I was going to be here. Yeah. Uh, later today, uh, we have Dr. Dan Phelan, JC president. We'll take you to Northwest Early Elementary and we'll meet Migs, a dog, a labradoodle. Uh, Michelle Woods from the Y with a 97-year-old member of the Y, Betty Morris, plus postal workers Missy Tackett Warner, Josh Davis, and uh, dear Evan Hansen star John Hemphill, currently starring at the Wharton. That's all coming up this afternoon. Thanks for watching. We'll see you then.